and welcome to our Substack story. This is our sixth edition of our podcast where we talk about how we've got on with Substack and this time it's for the month of June. I'm here as always with Claire. Good morning Helen. Good morning to you. Lovely to chat with you again. I mean, you know, for those listening, we've been talking already for about 40 minutes behind the... Oh, my God, we've been... Yeah, we've been talking for an hour already (laughs) as we prepared for this podcast. Where shall we start? Shall I ask you how your month has gone, Claire? How's your month gone on Substack? As ever, before we recorded this, I said to Helen, I've got nothing to talk about this time. And I've got, I feel like I've got less to talk about, but that in itself is probably something to talk about. Yeah. So um, where we left off, this is like previously on our Substack story, <laughs> where I left off at the end of May was um, I had written a What This Week, which is a newsletter that I send out that started off weekly and started off every time sharing lots of films and uh, books and TV recommendations. Um, And as the weeks went on, that kind of, to start with, having that structure felt very helpful and encouraging that I would keep going to that. But then it started also to feel a little bit claustrophobic as the weeks went on. And I had a week where um, not only did my you know, brain feel very resistant to actually sitting down and writing, but I hadn't got that much to write about for the first time. Like I remember I'd watched some things I hadn't really enjoyed, so I'd fell asleep in them. <laughs> and then um, I'd read a book that I didn't really enjoy or want to recommend. So it kind of just felt like this sort of natural sticking point so my last what this week at the end of um may i think or beginning of june was very much like well i need this to look different some weeks and i felt like i had got some freedom from the prescription in my head of what what this week needed to look like but then as June sort of carried on Uh, I really enjoyed the following week again not I I suppose it is a seasonal thing as well I'm not sitting in front of the TV uh, every night in the same way in the summer you just don't so I don't feel like I'm accumulating as much stuff to share Uh, but what I did want to share and was a bit of a a different tack for me was going with uh, other substackers so I did a post that I really enjoyed putting together because I've found some people whose writing that I really enjoyed and um, it was lovely to put that and and put that together and share that out. And I had great response to that from the people that were included themselves because it wasn't the same group of people going, you know, that you see in a lot of groups. There seems to be this sort of same circle of sharing. And don't get me wrong, I always love to share your work. Um, but really different individuals that I'd found and loved their work and me being me connected to things that I'd read or I'd seen or talked about before. So it was really lovely sharing all of those posts. And then the next week came and I'm like, I still haven't really got anything. So it became more and more apparent to me that I am ready to take a break that um, and I feel like this again, it's a seasonal thing. Uh, I'm a single parent of a primary school aged child. 
the term, you know, the child gets tireder, but the demands get bigger and we're getting towards the end of term. We have got so much in the calendar. And on top of that, there's big life changes going on outside of that. And so it's just like my creative headspace has shrunk and shrunk. And I just thought, I need, I need a break. I can't keep you know we're churning I don't want to churn stuff out and I don't want to sit here and do that and then you saw this gradual shift this like in my inbox day after day was other sub stacks that I follow people going I'm taking a break for the summer I'm going to you know take a break for the summer I'm going to be turning off paid subscriptions and it was just sort of a light bulb and a permission slip and it's like well if I do that then I might actually have more room to write as the summer goes on, as my daughter's off school and I find pockets of time and the pressure's off. That's adding another element of pressure right now, this idea that I have to write for my subscribers, which is self-imposed. I think that people are very kind and understanding. Um, I am allowed to take weeks off, but it frees my head up a little bit. So on Monday last week, I uh, sent out a post and I have paused um, my paid subscriptions for the summer. And yeah, I'm not sure what my summer is going to look like. I do intend to keep writing. I have been working and building plans up, but at the minute I just need to carve out some headspace and then I need to fill it with lots of beautiful and brilliant ideas. And they're coming, but I don't want to write them yet. So yeah, I think you're filling, refilling your creative well, aren't you? Particularly on the journey that you've been on over the past 18 months and and then starting your Substack this year creatively, it's been a lot. You just need that time just to think about what you're going to write next, what what your Substack's going to look like. How, how you're comfortable writing and 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 this is something that I've always talked about you know there's no point waiting until you feel you know everything before you start writing so there's no point waiting until you know exactly what you're going to write about exactly what days you're going to write on or there was something else I was going to say, and it's completely gone from my mind. <laughs> Basically, you don't need to be all seeing or knowing before you start, because you discover things as you write. You've oh, discovered yeah. so much. You've discovered how much creative energy you've got. You've discovered um, that you probably work in small pockets of time rather than unlike me, where I have lots of different things that I like to do during the day you're different to that and that's fine yes Uh, but you wouldn't have known that six months ago no no I mean you think this is so this maybe even today actually we're recording on the 27th of June I think this might be my five month anniversary Um, and as I always do I sit before we come on come on air like (laughs) hospital radio or something we're live (laughs) coming to you live from the sitting room um no uh yes I've sat and, and written my pages of notes before we've recorded the podcast and again the reflection from where we started to where we are now and another thing that I said to you before we came on air before we record we're fine yeah. <laughs> is um in these 
five months, I think I have grown and learned so much, both as a writer and just in terms of how I organise my writing. Yes. And, and to press pause at this point actually feels incredibly positive. It doesn't feel like I've done, I'm wrung out, I'm walking away. Mm. Um, everything is growing beautifully and you know I feel like all everything looks good and feels good and I will take this time to kind of a top up like you say but then really channel that into the bits that I like the best um and you know looking back and looking back at some of those uh deep dives I mean that's something else I might do because my numbers have you know my um subscribers have grown i might share some of my older posts over the summer um because people won't have seen those from the beginning and some of the deep dives are really special to me actually like the first one where i realized that it was a deep dive that i'd sat down one day to write about a particular book and then gone oh and this and this and this and so it's um yeah it's been a really fun journey but realizing that those are the posts that sort of have my heart really and that how I can carve more time for those into the future or just shifting around what I do with it but I do feel like I'm pressing pause at a really positive point where I've got some really great readers um and and everything gets very well read and so I want to you know take care to give them something great when I come back and get excited again about what I'm putting out and sharing in the world and so yeah it feels like a really positive place to press pause actually I have to say if I may yes. make an observation you may <laughs> last month I feel this month you're a lot more positive about going forward with your substack last month I was a little bit worried that you were gonna sort of say right that's it I've had enough yes I I probably don't think I'd have done that yeah it did feel because I have done that with creative projects in the past there's enough of substack that I know it's a good place for me but I was very bogged down in it I guess because I got to this point of the writing feeling stagnant and it feeling really hard it really did feel like I was kind of um uh, I don't know like floundering around to find answers to find this freedom that I wanted and it felt like every time I was coming back going okay it's not quite how I want it to be it's not quite how I want it to be um so I'll try this and I'll try this and I'll aim for freedom but I don't know what that's going to feel like it turns out it feels like saying I can't do it right now and that's okay um and it was very nice like one of my paid subscribers could sort of sent me a message the next day going gosh you know I'm really proud of you for doing that and sending that message that must have been really hard decision to make and I was like actually no it was it really was what I had to do to get the freedom because I think even if I'd have sent a message out going I'm I'm not going to be around much over the summer or I don't know what it will look like. I still probably would have felt this guilt or this like pressure that I needed to do something because people were paying money. So yeah. just to take all that off, I get back to the, I, you know, I take all the, um, the, the external influences over my choices with the writing and it goes back to 
I really like Substack. I really like it for these reasons. And I really like writing this on it. And I really like sharing that. So when I come back, that's where it's going. And with this space and time in the summer, I'm going to fill things that will help me fulfill that when I come back. So I'm definitely not going anywhere. I look back at what I've written in this five months and I'm really proud of it. And I can see the bits I like the most. And I want to sort of dedicate the most to doing things more like that when I'm coming back. I'm doing a lot of hand gestures. You can't see this, but Helen can. <laughs> what are you doing? But, but that um, just that just um makes me think even more that you're so much more positive now because yes. you're making I'm doing it now. I'm doing all yes, the hand no, being expansive. You with are, you are because I just basically needed a break. I think that, yeah. um, as you know, like we're saying, there's the, the two levels of the writing processes. They're like the actual quality of the words that come out, but also the way you sit down to do it. And over these five months, this has been the longest sustained period in my life of turning up and writing and sharing over and over again. And, um, and I've learned a lot, but I've also learned about um, well I'm still learning I haven't got to this peak understanding yet but how my energy works and it really is like a kind of a you know I think I have got to work differently going forward and I have got to know that I know when I need to take a, a break and hopefully like I was saying to you hopefully <laughs> I will build up some material over the summer when I don't feel I have to post so that I can take the breaks as I need them through yeah substack term or or you could simply just be upfront about it on your welcome email or whatever um, and just say that you will be having a break during the summer and over Christmas or yeah yeah unless you've built up this body of work that's just what's going to happen and you will pause paid subscriptions for a couple of weeks or however long you need to do it for that's right because I don't it doesn't negatively impact anybody if you pause no um so I think it kind of feels uh the the reaction I've had to that as well has been quite positive um you know in that you know that's a a generous thing for me to have done so it feels you know it feels good all around and I think it, that takes just one thing off my head yeah um, which is really interesting because I think that it will actually give me space to write which means that even the process of turning up and sub stacking and it uses its own headspace doesn't it you yeah. you know the, the commitment that you feel and the pressure that comes with that, that's something else that you're piling on, on top of the actually physically having to get the words out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And I, I remember I said to you when you did it, that's exactly how I felt when I had my Patreon. I don't yeah. feel it as much on Substack, but maybe it's because I went through having a Patreon first. Yes, yeah. Um, at first I had it so that, um, at the time you could set it up where you you got paid or your subscribers paid you or patrons paid you on a regular monthly basis or 
they only paid you once you'd done your work and uploaded it, published it so they could see it. And um, initially I had it on that second option so that every time I uploaded an essay, they would then get charged. And I would only, I wouldn't do it more than once a month. So they wouldn't get paid more. Uh, they wouldn't have to pay more than once a month. But what I was doing, because I felt bad about guilt, it's that word guilt again, and it comes with the, the whole money thing. Um, I felt guilt every time I published an essay because it means they would then get charged. Yes, yeah. And so I switched it to having for to doing it so they get they had to pay once a month which forced me to write the essay that's definitely yeah a very different feeling behind it isn't it mm. um I think that yeah on the one hand it's like a, a motivation yeah you're showing your value and you're you know mm. wanting to share your work but on the other hand it's like yeah I can see that that you're just yeah. like I'm very sorry but you've got to cough up now because I've done this which when you then attach that to your own work that feeling that's that is really yeah so yes it's um it's funny how all these different feelings come about from guilt but I I do I have seen on notes as well on on Substack notes that a number of people I say a number I might have seen one person who said they've taken paid off because it felt too, like too much of a pressure um, yeah. to have on them. Um, so, and I get that. I really do get that. So, but I like how you are addressing it. So you're taking that time, you're taking that space, you're giving yourself that freedom um, and you're going to work things out. And then maybe going forward, you'll have either bits in the bank that you can use for when you're taking time off, or you could just simply pause it again. Um, yes yeah I, I, I do feel like this is um, you know I'm going to add more value to myself for, for, for coming back stronger in September and bringing so and I'm really excited for some of the stuff that I've got to share um, I'm already you know I've been doing some interesting things and pulling some deep dives together and I love as well that because um, I'm still sort of relatively active on Instagram stories and when people can see when I'm reading two books together that like a remote, they're like, oh, oh, here comes a deep dive because it's like, oh, well, that book's connected to this book. Yeah. Or, or people have started like sending me links now going, well, if you're reading this, have you ever seen this? And have you ever seen that? And it's sort of oh, absolutely nice. love it. So I, you know, I collect all these connections as I go. Um, and I suppose I think of it as my... Uh, you know back to Austin Clee on my cabinet of curiosities I'm yes. sort of pulling all this stuff together which is great because that is always I think the bit of my writing that comes through to the readers that they get most excited about my enthusiasm and it's just that's what refilling the well is isn't it it's just getting my enthusiasm back which it's it's getting there but I, I haven't got the headspace to actually put the words on the paper yet but yeah. I'm gathering a lot of ideas and um yeah looking forward to looking forward to that a summer of writing without pressure I think and reading a lot yeah that's my plans how about you then that's a lot about me and my sort of non-month half month uh what about you what's the June look like for Helen 
Well, June, I think, has been quite busy for me. I think I have had my sort of contemplation time, my step back time. And now I feel energised to go forward. And so June has been quite, quite a good month. I feel quite productive. Although, looking back, when I was making my notes for the podcast, I was looking back and I, th- and I was like, did I really just do my anniversary essay for my paid subscribers in June? That feels like so long ago. Yeah. And I think it just is, that just goes to show how far I've come in terms of my mental health and in yes, terms of recovering yeah. from burnout this month, because it just feels like it's, there's so much has happened. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's how my month started with the, with my anniversary. I then had a bit of a wobble because some of the people who'd paid for a year's subscription right at the beginning to support me, and I don't know yes. this definite, yes. I'm just surmising this because I don't dig into my paid subscribers. I just don't go there. I'm not going to start analysing my subscribers because I just feel that's going to take the joy out of Substack for me, I think. But anyway, a number of my paid subscribers dropped off and then a couple of my complimentary ones also dropped off. I was experimenting with people that were, um, I don't know how Substack describes them, but when you look through your subscribers, they have three stars next to their name, which means they open a lot of your um oh okay yeah yeah so they're like a really dedicated subscriber and they were offered the chance to give out free subscriptions for a month to my Substack, and they dropped off as well because the month had come to the end um and so all of a sudden my sort of paid because it it lumps everyone in together you compliment your gifts um, as well as the paid all together and that suddenly dropped down and I was like oh god um, and because I didn't feel at the time that I was doing much in terms of writing I got a little bit upset about it not upset as in bursting into tears but oh, oh it's like it was a confidence kick yes yeah uh, you know and and when I d- dug into it a little bit more because um, one of my paid subscribers who had cancelled she sent me a lovely message on Instagram and said you know I'm really sorry I you know I, I'm I feel really bad that this has made led to your dropping confidence and I was like oh god no it was nothing to do with you and it was everything to do with me because I didn't feel I was at full capacity at that moment in time. It was a very vulnerable moment, wasn't it? Because yeah. just, you've just come out of this and you're like, okay, yeah. all this is looking good and I'm yeah. feeling good. Here we go. And then you were hit with that. So that was a very, yeah. yeah and it, so it wasn't anything to do with her. It was just all circumstances. me. I had just written this anniversary essay. So I was probably feeling a little bit depleted in energy as well. And I didn't feel I had anything left in the tank to write good posts to start attracting more subscribers, yeah, if yeah. you like. But anyway, so it, it, I've put down here, it was be, 
it had nothing to do with numbers and everything to do with how frustrated I was with myself. Yeah. yeah. So that's what the issue was. But it's brilliant that you took the time to dive into that and notice that because it's so easy just to be like, oh, that's it. Oh, yeah. the, you know, what's the point? And just to sit with it and, you know, time and time again, and I hope this is interesting or helpful for anybody that's listening, but, you know, you hear Helen and I month after month coming up against these things and then you sit with it and you talk about it and then you're like oh yeah well that was that and that's because of that and it's not personal and it's not because we're rubbish and it's not and on we go again but it's so easy you know if you don't stop and notice to let that become everything and to then let that impact your creative journey in a much bigger way and I think Helen that is, <laughs> thank you. But that was exactly why I've struggled for the best part of a decade is because I had no one to talk to about these issues. And you have them going around and around and around and around in your head, just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And you, you're just thinking, well, it is me. <laughs> it's me. Nobody likes me. Or, you know, the, the terrible things that we tell ourselves. But anyway, I, I in the end, I wrote about it and I put it on my Substack. And um, I think I called it something like, is anyone something about lo- lacking confidence or something? I can't remember now. I should have written that down. But I, I will link that in my in my notes. Um, but that's that's what happens. I have an issue. I work it out and then I write about it. <laughs> Use it for content. Oh, yes. Little and I think, was it Nora Ephron who said that everything's copy? And yeah, uh, yeah. But I, I mean, that is my my thing, isn't it? Is that I write about my writing journey, both online and offline. Um, so when something like that happens, I yeah, I write about it and um, make sense of it. Um, and it really, really does help. So what else has happened this month? You've done a, a, one of my favorite things that you do is your videos. And we had a lovely post-it heavy video. I, I did I did a video for my um, paid subscribers, but I also did. Now, this is something that I wanted to talk about. So I also did. Um, I wrote about my productivity planner yes. and how I'm using it to get myself and this is stemmed from that that issue I had with my confidence and I thought right Helen it's time to get your productivity planner back back out this is something that I've used for two years or, or whatever it is and it's how I've created a workbook it's how I've created a a a club a membership club it's how I've created this substack it's how I started writing on medium youtube all those different things all came about because I took tiny steps and used my productivity planner so I thought right I'm going to start using it again I wrote about it and then I put in a paywall and put the video underneath yeah for paid subscribers but I have seen, and I don't know how wide this is, but you know when you do put a preview on your Substack, 
some people don't even bother opening that up if they're not paid subscribers because they think it's just going to be a paragraph and then yes, it's like yeah. dot 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 and you're going to get really frustrated because you can't read the rest yes for me I in my previews I like to put a full thing that you yeah, can read yeah. on its own and then in the paywall bit it's just a bonus bit more of a behind the scenes for example with the video yeah so I I wish that's you think that that had low engagement from free no, subscribers. I, I, do you know what I've not even looked at it but yeah. when somebody said oh they don't even open something that says preview on it I thought, well, I wish Substack didn't call it preview, but if you wanted to, you could call it something else. That's very interesting because that's, you know, obviously I haven't ever got to that point yet before I've, and I've paused mm. this, but, you know, that's very much what I was going to do. I was talking to you yeah. about um, making deep dives, putting a paywall in, but after I've written the whole long first review and a paywall would just mean that the extras and the, you know, other bits were, but it, yeah, they would say preview at the top. Because it would, but don't, don't let that put you off doing it. No, because no. I think it's a great thing. And eventually people, your subscribers will cotton on that there is all this information there, but I wish you could change it to, to say, bonus content included yeah, something yeah. like that rather than preview because it's not a preview it's the whole thing yeah it's just at the bottom under the paywall bonus is bonus content yeah yeah anyway that's just something that I was thinking about whether <laughs> Substack if they hear this they could change it just for me or give you the option to change the wording so it doesn't say preview yeah like um added paid subscriber content or something yeah 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 yeah, bonus yeah exactly anyway so that's something that I've come across what else have I got on my list yeah I I think it's been a good month I've put here that I've done seven pieces this month I did my first proper podcast um thank you (laughs) (laughs) if I had a handbag I'd be like I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, my interview podcast, yes. you know, the whole hiding under the desk one, whereas with you, it's it's our Substack story. But yes, I did my first solo you podcast. Did. For, for it was very, for very good time. as well. Very interesting. But um, I, th- I still think there are elements there where I, I've got the effects of burnout are still there. I couldn't carry the conversation as well as I wanted to I couldn't I couldn't ask questions that I would normally have seen to ask and it was only when I was in the editing of the podcast I was like well Helen why didn't you that was so obvious yeah in with that particular question there but it's it's kind of that foggy stuff that still goes on in my head I Um, guess it's a lot because we just like this just happens yeah there's no rehearsal or planning here just in case anybody wondered you know it's it is a a a skill a muscle that you haven't used for a while yeah um, yeah yeah, and 
and also I had preconceived ideas of what I wanted to ask her whereas yeah. with you and me it's just bouncing off each other conversation and we're both the, the hosts whereas on yes. that one it was me the host asking the questions whereas we ask each other questions on this so yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it was um it was a different skill set and one that I'm going to have to um I don't know how often I'm going to do that podcast it would be lovely to do one a month but no pressure not no pressure no, we're not here for the pressure um but, but the other thing that I was um I think I've talked to you about this in messages in in the intervening weeks but also watching you come out of um burnout and seeing you gather this energy and get your old productivity because you know Helen and I are very opposite in our I'm not very different <laughs> yeah the way that we approach and I love watching what Helen does but I, I can't no. work like that and, and so that seeing the, the crayons coming back out and the boxes and the lists and I was like oh oh this is great here <laughs> we go but also it I think it's um it's really hard because you've got this opposing energy of the heat and the time of year yeah and you're like your your mental energy is rising but your physical energy is and I hate summer I hate well it's my least I don't say I hate it it's my least favorite season is summer the peak of summer and we seem to have had the peak of summer earlier who knows it could all be going downhill from now on but um, (laughs) in terms of weather but um yeah it's not my favorite time and so naturally in the past I've always wound down at this time of year yes. just like you're doing exactly now. yeah um but yes I can feel my my energy got, rising yeah you've got this frustration of these opposing forces yeah. where your head's getting faster but yes. your body's like no <laughs> and you know how you were talking about seeing other people saying right I'm going to take some time off going to pause paid subscriptions nothing yeah. Well, well, I'll take some time off. And then I thought, Helen, you've just had six months off or eight months off. Well, you haven't. You've still turned up regularly. But I know what you mean, that you're you're raring to go where you haven't been. And you want to use that, this new feeling that you haven't felt for so long. Because you thrive on that feeling of... of Oh, I love it. Um, and, And then, yeah, but at the same time, you know, you're poor overheated body is just going you just lie down and read a book in the shade yes yes and and the thing is I can't have my fan on while we're podcasting oh god otherwise so yeah I've currently got it off it's not too bad today but when I was uh, recording with Trona the other day I got up and I was like oh god I feel hot (laughs) (laughs) oh dear the fun of it the fun of it I was going to talk about, I mean, this is um, kind of a continuation, really, but my issues for going forward, and I'm thinking about this, like I say, because as you rightly pointed out, I've got my energy back, but I'm now thinking about what else I can offer my paid subscribers. I don't, because I've not been doing my masterclasses, or I call them my bite-sized courses for, for a while, and then the one I did do on Tiny Steps wasn't 100% happy with um so I'm starting to think about what I can offer my paid subscribers on a monthly basis and um whether 
I do do masterclasses, but then if I do masterclasses, what are they going to be about? I don't know what I can offer as yet or what people want from me. What I was doing before was basically what I was doing in the Confident Creative yes. Club. Yeah. And I'm thinking I don't know if I want to go fully in that direction. I think you've got to trust what you feel. So, yeah. yeah. I was just, first of all, I was just going to say, oh, well, could you put a thread out asking? Could you yeah, say, could what would that. you like to see for me? Paid subscribers, what can I offer? But if people come back saying that they would like X, Y, and Z that you actually makes you feel a bit to offer then actually just go with your gut and maybe trust that when something you know like you, you whenever we're chatting Helen's always like oh I'm just writing this down I'm writing this down <laughs> that something will come to you yes and then you'll just be like that's a masterclass and you'll know like that I have been thinking about having productivity sessions and just creating space for people to come and work or write or whatever that is something that I keep having the idea of and then talking myself out of um okay and I don't know why I'm talking myself out of it whether I'm just thinking no one no one would be interested I don't know that's the case but it's just I don't know again it's just about being protective of your energy and yeah there is that there is definitely that. I, I, I really don't want to go down the whole burnout route again no. at all. No. Um, so, yes, that's what I'm thinking about, though, whether what I do going forward for my paid subscribers, I would like to offer them something meaty at least once every other month. Yes. Um, yeah. Something in-depth, like, you know, like one of your deep dives, but into a deep dive into the online world or, um, you know, or writing or mindset or something like that. I don't quite know. Yeah, that sounds yeah. bad. Yeah. It'll come to you. Yeah. Now I've put it out there. Carefully. Now yeah. I've, I've said it out loud, um, it will perhaps come to me. That's kind of what I'm thinking of as I go into the month of July. Um, and I'm also... At the very end of July, I'm going to take a couple. Of, I am. Only, I'm going to take a couple of weeks off. But I've already get this, Claire. I've oh, already written an article and scheduled it to go out. Oh, only one so far. If I was wearing a hat, I would take it off to you. You know, when I well. pressed that button and it said scheduled to go out in one month, I was like yes oh was, you there was a wave that. of smugness that kind yeah. of just came over I me there so. I mean it wasn't a yeah it, I won't say what it is I won't I won't pull it down spoilers or anything. no thank yeah, you I know We're I know wait till the end of July <laughs> but I I've also got another couple of ideas of things that I would like to put out at that point there will also be our podcast next month might be slightly late going into August. I would think, I mean, yes, I would think that that's, uh, I'm not going to have that high from my chair in the garden. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. So 
So yes, um, that's just a pre-warning for those of you. Warning everybody. Yes. Tell you what, I, I don't, we haven't spoke about this off air, but um, we've had some great response over the months from people who've been listening to the podcast, which is kind of mind blown. I mean, we did hope that this would appeal to people, and we thought yeah. it was a good idea when we started because we we saw this point uh, at the beginning of the year with the. Emma Gannon and Farrah Store, they, there was a real push and a lot of people seemed to be coming in on the ground like I was. And we were like, do you know what? I think people might like to listen to what we're doing here and it might be helpful to people. And it's fascinating because I've had friends who are saying it's interesting with them writing other things or they're coming to at, at it um, from their Instagram or they're putting a course together or but just about how they feel about their writing and the numbers and whatever, it it kind of applies quite widely. But it has been lovely that we've had people who've listened every time, who look forward to the next one and whatever, or are discovering it. But in the last month, we had a binger, Helen, and this person came and we're like, oh, wow, this sounds really interesting. I'm just starting, I want to listen. Listen to the whole lot in a couple of days. Um, and I saw and then and I was like, we've not been binged before. Oh, we um, binge listen. Yes. And um, and so that that absolutely made my day. Um, but uh she had also said she was like, Will you be doing like a, a six-month review and a one-year review and that sort of thing? So although this is our sixth episode, I did actually start at the end of January so it's the next month will be six months so maybe in the summer we'll have a like a this is what we've maybe that love a review episode so that's what we're maybe we'll put put you out over the six weeks holidays sorry school holidays summer yeah for those of you not tied to small people yeah some kind of review of everything that we've loved and learned and not enjoyed so much but still learned from over the past six months on Substack, our first review. I would like to go back and listen to all our podcasts and see... Are you going to binge us? I'm going to binge us on um, one and a half speed. So we we sound sound so clever. We do. (laughs) If anybody is listening to us at times one, just turn us up. Just a notch. We sound so much smarter. Yeah, yeah. There's no pauses. There's no... (laughs) (laughs) um uh, she does an um and a pause but yes I love that idea so thank you very much to the person who suggested that and um I could even listen to them on my holiday and make notes then yes yes that's that's what we'll do we will consume our own content (laughs) um but yeah I mean I do think that would be really interesting I think that we've both shifted and and turned a long way and I just really I I think I'm sure that that's been very helpful for people listening because they're doing the same thing and you know you're not on your own this is a it, it, it is a journey it's cheesy to keep saying that word but it 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 is it's shifting and changing and we have to move with it and reflecting and talking about it is what keeps helping us to move forward and stick with it and find the best way to make it work for us because it's a great space it is so I've never been anywhere this long before <laughs> no, I, um, I I really enjoy 
Substack. And, and do you know what? I'm going to write an article about Instagram later today because um, I was talking about it with Trona on my podcast yes, yeah. the other day. And then I listened to Sarah Tasker and Jane Carrington on their podcast. Um, I've not completely finished it yet, but it's called um, Letters from a Hopeful Creative or something like that. Right, yeah. Um, and they're talking about they had a letter this week from somebody who said, "Is do they have to be on Instagram? And And you really don't. If you're starting out a business or if you're starting out looking to start as a writer and you're looking for a platform to go to publishers or or, um, or literary agents with, or you just want a platform in order to sell your self-published books in the future, whatever your reasons for, for starting on social media, uh, and I know Substack's not properly it's not really social media no, it's a place no. where you write long form content but it can be a great way to start and I don't think you need to start on Instagram if you're starting out now no and anyway I don't know why I got onto that but yeah it's something I've been thinking about a lot because when I am on Instagram, and I know you still enjoy it, and you still put stories up there. Yeah, it's really interesting. I go back and forth, and because I don't use it to post, it is somehow when I've posted, that feels like, you know, my energy and effort's going in the wrong place and whatever. I love stories, and I love the interconnection, and I do love sharing things with people and my stories seem to go really well and get really well engaged with and I do you know every now and again I'll just go look if I cut Instagram out would that save me time and mm. whatever but I can't bring myself to and, no. uh, and it gives you it, it, I don't know creativity in a different way I'm sure it does join some dots I'm sure it does bring some people with you and show a different side of you and all that sort of thing so for me I'm sticking with it but I'm very mindful about sticking in it the way that I enjoy and if it feels like a blech, you know yeah. I, I just can't seem to write posts or care about writing posts but waffling on about Rick Astley and bookshops in my stories <laughs> um, and, and yeah you that. make it seem so natural whereas for me it feels forced when I do it now even though I used to do stories all the time but I go into Instagram and I just don't want to be there no no so don't exactly exactly yeah. and I, I I'm I'm a bit gutted about that it used to be my happy space yeah it used to be where I I could express a different creative side of me and um I'm just not feeling it. So anyway, um, I don't know why I started talking about Instagram, but I have been putting things on Substack Notes and really enjoying it. I'll see where that goes. I know I talked about how Substack Notes, I think, drove a lot of my subscribers last month. Yes, yeah. Um, or a, a, a post, one of my Austin Cleon Substacks and another yes. one, they did really well and they were shared a lot on Substack Notes and I've not been on it as much but I came back sort of yesterday talking about I, I kind of talk about my burnout journey on there quite a lot so I was talking about 
my productivity plan. I was talking about how I didn't start the day scrolling as much as I normally do on my phone and how it made for a much better start to the day. I mean, it's obvious stuff. Who knew? <laughs> we need that reminder, don't we? Yeah. I tell you, my um, I, I'm getting more and more protective of my mornings and evenings. My downtime is like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, somebody sent a message too early. Right, I'll move it a bit further. <laughs> it's like, no, I can't interact until I've, yeah. But I would like to have a good period of time where I'm on notes consistently, not with any pressure, but just, you know, if I have a, a thought, an idea or whatever, bung it on, on notes and don't talk myself out of putting it on there before I've done it, if you know what yeah. I mean. If you get to the point where you've had the thought, then just press post because you, yeah. you know, there's yeah. very, very rarely a good reason to talk yourself out of it unless you're sort of shouting and swearing at somebody. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's it. angry ones. Don't do it yeah. in anger. But if you have a thought, around what you talk about or even if it's not around what you talk about I think what I'm trying to say is if it's not an angry thought and it's a thought post it absolutely um, yeah because yesterday when I was I wasn't going to post that you know I've started the day without scrolling as much I've had a row I've took the dogs out already had my shower and I feel so much better to start my day and and I thought, why do you want to put that out for? Anyway, I put it out. I've had 70 likes on that. 70? Yeah, on notes. Zero. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. I'm like, why? Why? Let me check it now. I put it on, on my phone on airplane mode, so bear with. But um, I was like, Helen, you weren't even going to post that. Oh, my goodness. You nearly talked yourself out of posting that. And it's resonated with a lot of people. Oh yeah, and that um, that shows you the opportunity to build relationships on them. Notes people are interested yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. Seventy nine likes. That is amazing. And I, I had a number of you know conversations. I swapped pictures of dogs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I that's how how to win at Substack. I need to hire a small furry creature. <laughs> I have no dog to photograph. <laughs> Our Substack journey. Now I have three pets, two rabbits. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yes, that's it's just a few of the things that I've discovered over the past month, really. So um yeah. Right. Normally we talk about what we're going to expect from ourselves in the month ahead. But I think for you, <laughs> it's already, yeah, you've kind of already addressed that. I have. I you like I put in my because I like write and write and write my notes before and then I put bits in asterisks that are really important. But yeah, it's like create space. I just need headspace. Um, I have got, you know, even from the past few months, I've still got fun and interesting things I want to talk about and share but I haven't yet um, mm. but I just want to get fill the well with all the good stuff um, mm. and then create the headspace where I can actually start getting it back out and onto the page again um, so yeah I'm not saying that I won't write at all over um, the coming months but there's no pressure on me to do so um, so my intention is all about filling yeah consuming and connecting and, yeah 
I, I, I've been writing down so many ideas for articles that I want to write. I watched the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary on um, yes. Netflix because my husband, you know, is into Arnie. The whole from what is it, Venice Beach, and where they're doing all the muscle yeah, things yeah. and everything like that. So I watched it with him, and I ended up being quite inspired by it. And oh. um, and I thought, well, I'm going to write about this. So I rewatched it again and made notes. So I'm going to write about that. I've been listening to or watching a YouTube, I think it's actually a podcast, with Gary Barlow from Take That. Yeah. And he is talking, I'm going to put this on my roundup of the month, but he is talking about how it was important for him to fail in order to move forward. And I found that really quite profound. So I'm going to write about that as well. So I've been... In little bits, I've been refilling my well as well as yeah, um, yeah. writing things. I've been I've been watching things and consuming things, and then the podcast with, like I said, Sarah Tasker and Jen Carrington that I, I've partly listened to yesterday also had that impact on me. I love it when that happens when I'm listening to things and I find things and I think, yeah, this is giving me. That's it, Helen. Yeah. Oh, that's the magic, and that's mm. kind of yeah we do we need to tune into that I do this it's like it's sort of coming into you and we just need to sometimes we don't have the headspace to even notice that that stuff is there that touches us in some way um and other times we're so full of everything else that we just can't take it in and then other times it hits just right but you haven't got the space to get it back out in the words you want to yeah and then what we're aiming for is the sweet spot where that stuff really stirs you and then you can pass it on in a way that people feel what you do yeah and I it's such a great feeling and sometimes I think well is this why I endlessly scroll sometimes because I'm searching for that next thing that's going to give me that joy that magic that extra layer of understanding about the creative process or something like that because Gary Barlow was um, saying really interesting things about creativity. He said, I just don't believe someone who doubts themselves can create wholeheartedly. It just doesn't work without that belief. And I yeah. thought, wow, that is, you know, so true. And yeah. sometimes you only need a tiny bit of belief. But if you've got none at all, it's really difficult. It's like a, a real slog absolutely yeah Uh, but just a tiny tiny little bit and then you create something and then that gives you a little bit more belief yes 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 and that's what that's why I love my productivity planner because for me it creates the belief because I tick things off that I'm doing in little tiny steps and each time I do it I can see oh look I've done that I've done that it gives me momentum and then that leads to increased motivation and then that gives me that little bit more confidence each time and that is why I was getting frustrated going back to what I was talking about earlier with you know having that knocking confidence is because I wasn't getting that momentum momentum motivation confidence yes yeah yeah because that was lacking Uh, yeah and I think there's the 
the the the double side of that there's the the, the box ticking and the looking back on how much you've done because obviously this is sort of where I'm um looking back at five months worth of articles and newsletters and going okay well I really like that and I'm proud of that blah, blah, blah. so there's the look at the what you've done and therefore what you can do again and what you can go on to do yeah it's also remembering how you felt when you did it yeah and how and that especially for me with the deep dives that's when you feel like you know you're channeling the magic and it's like when you know you can do that you can't go back really you've, you've got to find that again somehow and you know yeah so that's what I'm after is like finding my shortcuts to get into that magic spot mm. because you want to keep doing that that's the like the big dopamine hit as well as well as people liking it and reading it and whatever else is how you feel like you've got the magic in you sometimes have we got anything else we'd like to talk about I don't think so I don't think so I mean all I put here and you know I will will share it because you know that's what we're about here is giving the is that um one of my milestones for this month I uh lost my first paid subscriber and I just want to say it's okay it really I mean I think I was already in this space of separating you know need, needing to separate my head from Substack and my writing from Substack yes. is what I mean in a way from yeah. the mechanics of Substack so I feel like that's been a really positive milestone for me as you know counterintuitive as that sounds because it was going to happen sometime so to go through that process I've done it now and and it's all right it doesn't say anything about me you know it was it's all okay I can lose a paid subscriber and still be a good writer so um so yes yeah, so that's just for anybody else listening it's all all right and as you know I've I lost a handful of paid subscribers this month and yeah it's absolutely fine yes absolutely yeah. fine because at the same time um I did reach a small milestone on my my overall subscribers I got to the 1500 mark which I was very very pleased with brilliant so, um yeah onwards onwards Wonders indeed yes restorative summer for us both in different ways yes and, um, and yes and we will be back in august early august at some point to review yeah early august to review and my goodness then it'll be september yeah oh <laughs> goodness me is there anything Sweet else you would like to add I don't think so. I think the only other thing I've put here is that I'm thinking of investing in a few substacks myself. I'm looking for a place, and I'm just reading this out verbatim of what I've written. I'm looking for a place where I can get encouragement, inspiration, community, instead of being the one that's providing that, if you know what I mean. Yes, yeah. I mean, that's really interesting you know thinking of your journey in sort of mentoring and stuff as well mm -hmm. is that and you have said this out loud and you you know but when I you know I look at a lot of coaches and things on Instagram coaches need coaches yes and you when you were doing all that for us in the Confident Creative Club you had no one that was I had no one you. there for me so yeah. I really see that that you need your own 
space like that too yeah yes so that's something i'm looking into although i did subscribe to somebody and it wasn't what i was looking for so i was a bit disappointed yeah. and now i feel a little bit burnt um but it also makes me think what when somebody subscribes to you it, even if and i'm i know even if it's only five pounds six pounds seven pounds for, for you just do a month it's still money that you're absolutely, giving somebody. absolutely um you know i i annoy myself when i forget my bag for life and i have to pay 30p <laughs> at the supermarket <laughs> you know <laughs> so um it just made me think about my own substack and how i can not only encourage people to sign up for free but not feel they haven't got what they wanted when yes. they yes. sign up so it's just made me think a little bit more from the perspective of the subscriber as i'm going out now searching that's really really positive i mean i was thinking about that in terms of um yeah, magazine subscriptions and mm. you know, you're really there for it for a while and then you're like oh, i've been you know i might want to move around and that's different if you're free you might yeah. stick around for whatever but if you're paying money you might want to shift around a bit so it really says even less about you you know it is it is about the mindset of the person paying the money um, yeah. and that's absolutely fine and we can't control that all we can do is make sure that our stuff is the best it can be so yes and that's what's got me thinking about what I can offer. It doesn't have to be lots and lots of things, but, you know, one thing or two things a month that is is good quality. Yeah. Is, yeah, and has that community element as well, I think. So, yeah, something to think about. That's what I'll be thinking about over the next couple of months, I think. Excellent. I look forward to hearing about what you find about those, who you find. Mm. Yeah. Right. OK, well, I think we have chatted for an hour as oh, usual. OK, well, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Um, just as a reminder, Claire, where can we find you online? I am prepared this month, Helen. <laughs> you can find me. Um, the name of my subsec is It's All About Words by Claire Holden, and the URL is claireholden.substack.com. Um, and I will add in as well, uh, I think there will be a link in my Substack bio, but I'm over on Instagram. I'm at It's All About the Words as well, just because there's more stories. So if you're missing my wonderful words over the summer, you can come and see some pictures instead. And Brilliant. what about you? Where are you, Helen? Well, my substack is called The Red Fern and it's at helenredfern.substack.com. So there we go. Brilliant. Lovely. Well, have a lovely summer, everybody. Yes. Yes. And I hope it's not too hot. <laughs> <laughs> and there's not too many flies. Other oh. than that, yes. What a lovely, oh, what? what a lovely season. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to stop now. Right, bye everyone. Bye. bye.